الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا وحبيبنا رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن والاه الحمد لله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله This is the first inshallah of a series of podcasts that we're planning on doing inshallah from Sandala and I'm going to be looking inshallah at some hadith and also some verses in the Qur'an. One of the things that we note of late is that a lot of Muslims have seemed to have really removed themselves from using the Qur'an and the Hadith as a foundation for their actions. And it's very important for Muslims to always maintain not only a connection with the Book of, of Allah and the Sunnah of His Prophet but also uh, a constant referencing and substantiating their actions based upon uh, the deen of Islam, which is primarily from the Book and the Sunnah, as it was understood by the great uh, scholars of our tradition. And if you deviate from that path, uh, the Prophet ﷺ said, مَا ضَلَّ That no people go astray after the guidance they were given, except that guidance is replaced with disputation and argumentation. And so one of the reasons why you see so, so many problems in the Muslim community is because uh, we have abandoned this guidance that we were given, and it's very important to, to restore it. One of the things that broke my heart, uh, I, w- I was actually t- speaking with one of the heads, in fact, a major uh, news network. He was the head of the religious desk in that news network, and and I had um, a meeting with him because he'd done something on on the Muslim community. And we, in conversation, he mentioned to me that of all the religious communities that he has uh, studied over the years uh, as a journalist, he said that the one whose leadership was most vicious with one another was the Muslim community. And he asked me about that. And it actually, it really felt like a, a, a corkscrew to the heart because I, I was just saddened that here's a non-Muslim who, this is his experience of the Muslim community. So I wanted to test his hypothesis. So I called up an evangelical that I know and um, I, I asked him about another evangelical that I knew that they had very different philosophies of their tradition. And so I just asked him, what do you think about um, Joel Olstein?" And so this evangelical said, well, Joel and I come from different schools, but I think Joel does, he provides a, you know, a service to the community, helps a lot of people navigate the world and and so I think I think he's he's doing good work that that's what he said instead of saying oh he's from prosperity gospel and I totally disagree with that he's he's astray he didn't do that he he tended to look at the good of the person 
And we have a wonderful tradition of Isa ibn Maryam, where the Prophet said that Isa was with his companions, Jesus. And I'm moving from evangelicals to our tradition of Jesus, which is a little different. Um, but uh, he said in the Hadith that Jesus passed by a, a carcass uh, with his disciples, and they said, you know, how foul is this carcass? And Isa said, you know, and how white are its teeth? And, and in the commentaries, they say that he chose to look at the beauty that was within the foulness. Like he chose to look at the good as opposed to looking at the, at the negative. And that's a hallmark and a quality of believers is that they, they tend to look uh, at, at the good uh, as opposed to just looking at the negative. Because the negative is there. Uh, always, we all fall short of the glory of God. So th the first hadith that I want to look at is a very interesting hadith. Um, it's a hadith that's related by uh, Imam al-Tirmidhi and Imam Abu Dawood. And these are two great uh, scholars uh, from the Persianate uh, area of the early Muslim uh, period. And they both have very important uh, books uh, Imam al-Tirmidhi and, and Imam Abu Dawood are in the six canonical collections of the Hadith tradition. But the Hadith is from Abu Hurairah, who's one of the great Hadith transmitters. Uh, he was from the tribe of Dos. And one of the, in Sahih Bukhari, there's a wonderful Hadith where the Prophet sent uh, his companions to call the tribe of Dos to Islam. So when they, when they came back, uh, the companion said to the Prophet said that, that Dos has refused Islam. So imprecate against them. Ya Rasulullah. Like make a prayer against them because they rejected Islam. So the Prophet turned towards Qibla and he raised his hands and they thought that he was going to make a prayer against the tribe. And he said, Allahumma hadi Dos and wa'tibihim. Oh Allah, guide Dos. And, and bring them to me. And from Dos came Abu Huraira. <laughs> so when the Prophet saw him, he said, uh, he said, he was surprised that he was from Dos. And Abu Huraira became somebody who just constantly uh, sought out the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu And um, some people have said, oh, how did he get all of these hadiths when they calculated them and said he would have had to heard so many hadiths every day. And so there's people that attack him. But many of the hadiths that he relates are simply he didn't say, I heard from the Prophet because he collected them from other Sahaba as well. So he doesn't have to mention the Sahaba that he collected them from. He, he can simply say because in our tradition, the Sahaba are considered udul um, or upright witnesses. So, in the Hadith, he says that لا ينتهين أقوام يفتخرون بآبائهم الذين ماتوا. That people better stop boasting about their fathers that have died. إنما هم فهم من جهنم. These are literally charcoal. In the, in, in, in the hellfire. So boasting about uh, jahiliya exploits of their, um, of their disbelieving uh, parents. 
أو لا يكونون أهون على الله من الجعل الذي يدهده الخراء بأنفه or they will become more insignificant with God than a dung beetle. The ju'al is also called, uh, uh, in, in the Arabic language, it's also called al-khumfusa, uh, a beetle, a dung beetle. Yudahdihu, in other words, yudahriju, or you, they roll uh, the dung, you know, the feces, with their nose. And when I lived in the Sahara, they're all over the place, these dung beetles, and you can watch them. They're fascinating creatures to watch, so it's not surprising that the Prophet ﷺ would use them as an analogy because they really are. And the Arabs say, I don't know, I didn't ever try this, but the Arabs say that if you put perfume uh, near them, they die from the smell. So, Allahu Adam. But anyway, so this, to be m more insignificant with God than a dung beetle, if, you, if you're boasting about the jahili exploits, the ex the un-Islamic exploits of your ancestors. Allah has removed from you the pride of jahiliyyah, the pride of jahiliyyah. And jahiliyyah is a word that's mentioned four times in the Quran as jahiliyyah. In one of the mentions, and they're very interesting, uh, each one of them, but I'm, I'm not going to go into that. Maybe in another one I will. But he talks about jahiliyyah al-ula, which could, could mean... Uh, the, the jahiliyyah, literally it means the first jahiliyyah, and in Arabic it could mean the only jahiliyyah because some of the commentators do say that, that the Arabs use that as an idiom. But Ibn Abbas was asked about it, and he said, is, is there an ula without a thaniya? Can you have a, uh, a first without a, uh, a second? And so he indicated that towards the end of time people would go back to uh, jahiliyyah behavior. Uh, and so the Prophet ﷺ said that Allah has removed this pride of jahiliyyah and the boasting about one's, uh, the exploits of one's parents. There are only a pious believer and a profligate wretch. So the Prophet ﷺ has, this is the binary of creation. There, there are only, Allah created everything in pairs. So there are righteous believers, and then there are uh, profligate wretches. And then the Prophet ﷺ said, Humanity, all of humanity, are from the tribe of Adam. So this literally erases this whole idea that we have these distinct races out there. We're all of the same tribe. We're just from different branches of the same tribe. And just like you have in a family, you can have, you can have a light-skinned member and a dark skin based on their genetics. So you see uh, in some families, like if you have a mixed family, you'll see one child comes out very light-skinned and another child comes out dark-skinned. And so Adam and Hawa, which are the original two people that we all come from, and this is our material sciences have, have also indicated this. Adam and Hawa, the word Adam is uh, most likely, I mean the Hebrew derivation is different from ours, but most likely is from Udmat al-Ard, which is the topsoil of the earth. And the Prophet ﷺ said that Adam was created from all the topsoil of the earth. The white soil, the black soil, the brown soil, the yellow soil, the red soil. So you see all of these soils come out 
in uh, the children of Adam. And according to Surah Al-Rum, this is a sign that that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made in your complexions and your in your tongues and in your complexions. These are signs for people who know. So Allah has diversified creation as signs of his power. And and so we celebrate these differences, but we recognize that all you have to do is cut the skin and you get red blood, that we all bleed red. And and so we're essentially the same people, we're from the same tribe. And this is the universality of Islam. And then he said, Adam is from Torab. In other words, the materiality of Adam is from Torab. So his, his, his physical body, the physical makeup that we all share is earth. And that should make us humble. But the spiritual nature is what distinguishes us. So it, it, we're not distinguished by our materiality. We're distinguished by our spirituality. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna akramukum atqakum, That the most honored and noble of you in God's eyes, not in people's eyes, in God's eyes, are the most pious, the most dutiful, the most conscientious, the people that strive to perfect their souls. Those are the people, and that's called mu'minun taqiyun. That's the believer. So the Prophet is saying that in terms of your materiality, you're all just Banu Adam. You're from the same tribe. There's no differences. And Islam, and this is why Arnold Toynbee recognized that Islam was the religion that could prevent a race war in the world. Uh, Arnold Toynbee mentioned that in his, in his, uh, in his uh, Islam in the West. He said that Islam can prevent a race war. Because one of the things that... Um, one of the things that uh, Aristotle says in Book Five in the Politics, which is the book on revelations, on uh, revolutions, Aristotle says that there are, he gives eleven causes for revolutions, and the primary cause is when the ninety-nine percent are fed up with the one percent. So, and he wrote that two thousand five hundred years ago. So, not much has changed, but but um, but he says one of the reasons for uh, civil wars is heterogeneity when you have multiple races in a society. And that's only when you perceive them as multiple races. But what Islam does is it says, no, you are all Banu Adam, you're the same race. It's called the human race. And one of the things that Iblis is trying to do now is make everybody think that they're different races because that will create this animosity. And that's why Islam, of all the religions, it is unique in that the Prophet in his final speech on, on, uh, on the day of Arafah, he summed up the human problems, which are essentially three problems, race, gender, and class. That's, that's what everything is about. It's, it's all these human conflicts are about the, uh, the battle of the sexes, uh, the rich versus the poor, the poor versus the rich, and then about uh, black versus white, or this tribe versus that tribe. And the Prophet he completely clarified these three things, that the whole foundation of, uh, of wealth disparity is usury. And so he, had, he went to the root problem, usury. The whole problem with the male problem is not treating the women well, because women will, will love and be good partners to men if they treat them well. If they don't, then you're going to have uh, Martians and Venetians, you know, just uh, two different types of, 
of uh, warlike, you know, they're at, that uh, war with one another. And finally, he identified the race problem because he said, لا فضل لي عربياً على عجمياً ولا لي عجمياً على عربياً ولا لي أبيض على أسود ولا لي أسود على أبيض إلا بتقوى. He said there's no difference. And it's really important to look at this uh, hadith because he said in the hadith there's no difference between an Arab man or woman, Arabi, he took it to the singular. He didn't say, He didn't say it, he didn't collectivize. He took it to where the problem resides. It resides in the individual. And, he, and so he said there's, there's no preference of an individual Arab over an individual non-Arab or an individual black over an individual white or an individual white over an individual black. He took them both ways. So he showed that it can go both ways. So this idea, this modern idea that you can't have, that racism is essentially uh, power and privilege directed towards the powerless and the underprivileged, that you can't have somebody who's powerless feeling racialist feelings towards somebody that's in power, that's completely anti-Muslim. Um, any sense of superiority uh, or belittlement of another human being is from arrogance, and that's the essence uh, of racism. And that's why this hadith is such an extraordinary hadith, because it, it, it reminds us of the universal nature of our, of our species, that we are all human beings. And this is what Dr. King, when he said that he wanted people to judge by the content of their character, in other words, their spirituality, not the color of their skin, in other words, their materiality. And this is exactly what the Prophet was saying. So that message is completely uh, in concordance with uh, the, the teaching of Islam, that people should be judged by the content of their character, in other words, by their taqwa, by their conscientiousness, by their goodness, by their virtue, by their ethics, and not by anything that is of material nature. Adam wa Adam and Torah. All of you are from Adam and Adam is from Torah. Alhamdulillah.